You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. Welcome to the Pixels and Ink Podcast, episode 267, brought to you by CG Magazine. I'm your host, Lisa Mior, and today we got our full house back. We've got Brendan Fry. Hey, hey, hey. Brendan Quinn. Hello. And Phil. That's me. How's everyone doing? Good. Yeah. I heard you guys, uh, we, we didn't have a podcast last week. I was Think, away, so well, I, I mean, we did, yeah, but... It's because I was away, right? Yeah, yeah. There were some technical difficulties. Gremlins, I believe, is... is the cause of the problem i see no other explanation that's okay we'll make up for it today right you betcha we've got an action-packed podcast filled with thrills chills and adventure um starting with some news <laughs> all right so oh, red, yeah red dead redemption trailer came out today guys yeah did we all look at it i did i yeah, watched it yeah i think it was like the first thing i did today it when is. i got yeah. in i was into it well, I know you sent it to me while I was in the middle of something. <laughs> Doing your actual Chelsea's, job. Yeah, Chelsea's over there telling me th- the blow by blow, and I'm like, don't spoil it. <laughs> but anyway, what's your take? What do you think? Well, I mean, I think it looks good. It's more Red Dead Redemption. Um, mm-hmm. There's, you know, it's not a big market for open world Western themed, like, outlaw games. So I'm glad that we're getting another one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's following the Vanderlyn gang, like, robbing trains and doing all sorts of I banditry. That's a good way to go, I think, for the oh, series. Oh, for sure. I mean, they couldn't really go forward in time anymore. No. I mean, it'd they, be like, well, they could be a son, like, I'm kind of at the end of the Old West. Yeah, kind of. riding around on a motorcycle and whatnot. But um, lots of cool winter-looking landscapes, which will be sweet. I am worried, though, because of the success of GTA Online. Mm. And there was a whole big thing Rockstar was talking about um, multiplayer I don't in want Red that. Dead Redemption. I don't want that at all. Neither do I. I think it works best as like a big, epic, single-player adventure. Yep, that's but. the best way to do it. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Um, like there was, I mean, there was an online component in the last one. Was there? Yeah, yeah. it was the before. I, I, I mean, did GTA 4 have an online? I don't think so, right? No. no. So yeah, I don't Red think Dead so. was the first one. Oh, okay. So I find it hard to believe they won't. Um, but Plus, I, GTA 5 makes them online, makes them money well, like exactly. hand over they're fist. Not, there's no way they're going to give that up. But no. I mean, like at the same time, like Rockstar... Uh, Red Dead Redemption is so beloved for its story that mm-hmm. yeah. I can't imagine they'd skimp on that. They like they know that's what people. Oh, want. for sure. And for I mean, sure. Rockstar is good for that kind of thing. They yeah. rarely let down in that department. Yeah, yeah. I think, well, it, I think it looks good. The game looks stunning. Yeah, yeah. It looks it's, really pretty. It's gonna be real pretty. Um, it'll be fun, regardless. I think. So, uh, moving right along. Speaking of interesting games, there's a. Cool thing going on with Player Unknown's Battlegrounds and Fortnite. There's kind of a bit of a scandal there. Do you want to take us through that one? I don't know if it's so much of a scandal as it is that Player Unknown basically created a gameplay model mm-hmm. that's super successful, mm-hmm. but also incredibly easy to replicate. Um, yeah. So Fortnite is basically doing their version of Player Unknown or Battle Royale. Yeah, yeah. And from what I've read so far, people are loving it because it's it runs smooth. And one of the bigger complaints leveled at Player Unknown is that it's becoming like a camp fest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also janky. It's really and, janky. Oh, yeah. And yeah, not, <coughs> not really well optimized. But in Fortnite, um, all the cover is destructible. Mm-hmm. So that takes away the whole camping element, like, you know, one of the big major complaints. So, I mean, it is predatory. I have to say they 
Epic knows that they have the power to basically push them around. Oh, of course. That being said, you can't really license a game. You can't really like copyright a gameplay concept. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It'd be like um, if somebody took Capture the Flag, and no other game could ever do that. You know, and not to mention. I think Player Unknown kind of shot themselves in the foot by banking on the Xbox exclusivity, yeah. and now Fortnite, which is on all the consoles, and I don't know, does it have the crossplay? Are they talking about okay. it? Or no, there is no crossplay. Okay. So that actually came from uh, some a, a sort of a glitch that happened uh, last week, mm-hmm. where uh, there was a very short period of time where one player noticed that uh, something that was said on that platform was also carried over to uh, was on, I think he was start I think he started on the Xbox and then caught this on the PS4. Am I right okay. on that oh, one? For which one was this? For f- the Fortnite oh, crossplay, yeah. basically well, it started it, yeah. with Xbox and then they saw that it was the same person doing the same thing on PS4. Okay, and they noticed that they were actually interacting with it and then as that word got that got out a few other mm-hmm. people were coming forward saying that they had that so there was a very short moment where that crossplay was happening. Um. And then, so since then, um, there's been lots of like, well, why aren't we having all this cost? Yeah, cost it's play? there. Why isn't it? We have the ability to do it. Um, and Microsoft tweeted out last week uh, that uh, it's it's kind of the balls in Sony's court. Oh, I've heard. Yeah, Sony Sony's it. being a bit uh, reluctant to kind of engage in that kind of thing. Yeah. But I mean, considering again, just going back to Player Unknown being an Xbox exclusive, mm-hmm. I think they'd be stupid not to do crossplay now that exactly, Fortnite's yeah. blowing up. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so, yeah. But, so, oh, sorry, go, ahead. go ahead. No, 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 go. But also, just while we're on the Player Unknown thing, um, since March. It has sold, I think it's like 11 million copies, 11 or 12 million copies. That's crazy. And has officially surpassed Half-Life 2 and Skyrim for total copies sold on the PC. That's wow. Insane. And Skyrim's been out since 2011, and Half-Life 2, obviously, you know, 2008-ish, mm-hmm. give or take. Anyway, um, I think that's pretty amazing for a game that's only been out since the end of March. No, oh, it's, it's astounding. I, I have to say they have done some really good work on that front. I mean... Even if Epic does manage to kind of take the milkshake and run away with it, yeah, uh, they've still done for an indie studio doing this kind of level of sales is astounding. Oh, absolutely. But that being said, they've reached the point when they're important enough that big studios care and actually will do something to stop them. Which is, yeah, they're now a threat. They're a yeah. visible threat on the radar of the big guys, and um, you know it's clear that now that with Fortnite, yeah, and I'm even reading uh, things that people are asking for like a Battlefield One version of the battle royale and yeah like we said it's very easy to implement a similar gameplay model on top of existing mechanics it wasn't it, like it was an interesting concept that you basically took original uh, original gameplay ideas and made a game out of it yeah exactly and it just happened to be it caught on and he, he knew what he was doing we knew he was a modder and he knew how to kind of take elements mm-hmm. that worked and make a game out of it but they didn't have the technical prowess to actually make a game that was yeah, Perfect. exactly. It's it, just it, like an Arma 3 mod, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it or was, built on... No, it was Unreal. It was an Unreal... It oh, okay. was originally a mod, then he made it. He built it in itself in uh, Unreal 4, I believe. Oh, okay. But it was still... Whoever they have coding it is not making the most technically proficient game. Yeah, well, again, like you said, little studio, right? They don't yeah. They yeah. don't have the manpower in the bank account to just throw at it and make it a, you know, super polished... Exactly, and I mean... So when you're going against Epic or you're going against any of these other big, big players, if you don't play ball, they will crush you. And of it, it's not the way the industry, it, like that's not 
a, a good thing in the industry, but that's business, yeah. man. That's how yeah. it works. I mean, I don't think it's fair to say that Epic has the right to crush them, mm-hmm. but they, but you know, might makes right though, man. If they yeah. have the power yeah. to do so and they want to, yeah, that's the thing. They, it's hard f- unless they. F- keep iterating and improving that concept one concept isn't enough to sell a game no it's enough to get people invo- interested in the and game and then you got to make everything good yeah. tight smooth exactly. responsive not and janky. they haven't been able to do that yet they mm-hmm. have been very slow to make updates that actually m- significantly improve the process yeah uh, they've been adding all these weird like transactional things to try to get a bit more money out of yeah. people and, b- and if you're going to have transactional things just go to the big boy that's already that kind of functions properly yeah, and they have that system already in place yeah, and the game's free yeah and that's a, another thing if you remember fortnite battle royale is free and epic knows but making it free they're hitting them right in the good oh they've there. already got a million people's a uh, million people playing and it came yeah. out like a day or two ago and they so. and they know that that's kind of the best way to take down like an, another person just do the walmart approach just kind of go in there with the cheapest price point and then once it, you've controlled the f- field you then start janking exactly. up the price Start selling hats. Exactly. So they know that they were smart with the way they did it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I really do think it's sad to see Player Unknown like lose the prominence, but right now it's still one of the most played games on Steam. Oh, again, so. they just blasted Skyrim and Half Life Two in sales. Exactly. So, I mean, they're they're not doing bad for no. a little tiny studio. So well, they're no longer a t- little tiny studio if they have that kind of sales. True. Yeah. Exactly. And and moving along with that one, um, there was some interesting news. Uh, with uh, Player Unknown and uh, another deal with a Chinese developer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you want to go into that one? Because I think you were looking at that one a little deeply. Uh, it was more of just the Tencent, the people that actually control a majority shareholder uh, share in Epic, are now kind of pitching a, a publishing slash takeover deal, or at least a partial partial acquisition deal to the people that make Player Unknown. Okay. So, you know something? I wonder if this was all planned. This feels all really planned out. You think so, eh? Well, Tencent owns Epic. Mm-hmm. Epic makes the field a little bit more dicey. Yeah. Then Tencent kind of goes in and says, hey. By the way. Yeah, we can we can help you out here. We got a little bit of cash. You guys need some help. Just give us a I little mean, bit of I mean, it might be all coincidental, but it seems really well-timed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you guys think? Sure. <laughs> 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 yeah, no. Putting, I mean, putting those two stories back-to-back like that. And talk, saying it out loud, it does feel a little bit, huh. Literally just, huh. Yeah, I, that's got, it, yeah. I, you don't got, know what I've to got, say to it. I don't know what to say to it because it's still still so early and there's so much back boardroom shenanigans going on that it, it, oh, yeah. I don't know enough The to really make. fun side of video games. Yeah. When it's those exciting. suits talk about their money. <laughs> yes. I mean, honestly, we'll see what happens. I mean, like, it could nothing could happen with this. Tencent could put the buffer in the... People that bet play out unknown is like, nope, not going to do it. Yeah, we'll see. They when could they sell get out that big briefcase full of cash. They could sell out, and suddenly, uh, player unknown is has epic uh, characters in it, and it's no longer the same thing. But we'll see. Well, speaking of studio news, Volition. Yeah, t- layoffs. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, uh, unfortunately, Agents of Mayhem didn't do as well as they were hoping it would do, and uh, quite a f- number of people have been laid off the studio. That's, it's actually a sad. Yeah, it's a really sad story. Um, I mean, I, I didn't play Agents of Mayhem. I, I played like a short, like preview. I only yeah. really played Saints of Row three briefly. Yeah. Like I'm not super familiar with the games or the series. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I mean, you know, you're right. It does suck, especially for people. You know, you work on a game for that long, you pour your heart and soul into it, and nobody likes it, and then I don't know if no one liked it. It just they, they felt it got repetitive. Our review from Mike Casmano was less than thrilled with the game. Yeah. But that being said, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad game. It's just not a game for everyone. Yeah. I or think more it doesn't people do anything new. The fact that people were more ex- wanting another Saints Row. Yeah. And yeah. they got this. I think that's really what built it up because, from what I understand, even Mike's review, yeah. he was—he didn't say it was a bad game. He said he enjoyed well, he, he, many aspects of it. But he said also it was very buggy, very unpolished. Yeah. Like he had areas where he'd just be running into walls or falling out of the world, and he yeah, physically couldn't the, do anything about it. Below. And it just—it's uh, just—it's um, just a sad, sad state. Like of after we published our review of it. Um, he put a video on Twitter just showing how broken it was. You just saw him holding the controller and his character's just running around <laughs> in circles and bumping into things. He's like, I'm not doing anything. Yeah, he said that a few times his controller just wouldn't activate yeah. and couldn't do certain things. Which is not a good thing on a game. Nah. No. No. That's, nah. I game, mean... Games need to be finished before they're released. Yeah. It's just Unless you're business. player unknown. And then... <laughs> That game's not finished whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> well, you know, if you have the communi- copies later, so hey, if you have the community behind you already who are ready to play the game, yeah. then you're good to go. And I mean, that's an- another downside of the whole early access um, thing. I mean, we can go onto a whole thing about early access games becoming the norm and people be- getting all that access right up the bat, right off the bat. Our communities becoming a lot more forgiving when it comes to certain developers releasing games early and mm-hmm. buggy, yeah. you know? So it, maybe that's a discussion for another time. But Perhaps. That's, Stay uh, tuned next week when we <laughs> might talk about this. We might talk about it, or we might not. Who knows? So uh, I think we're good here with our game news for now, but uh, moving right along, what's our movie news, Phil? Oh, I got that right here. You're the best. You mention it. <laughs> I thought um, you were on your – I thought you were actually looking it up. When oh, no, no, no. I, no, I no. didn't <laughs> think I caught you off guard. I was checking other stuff. Okay. Um, but uh, no, I'm good. Um, all right. So, yeah, first up, um, exciting news, everybody. Um, I'm excited there's, already. There's going to be another Die Hard movie. Um, yes! Another one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Will Bruce Willis actually care? <laughs> yeah. He si- well, he's signed on to be a part of it, which is a shame. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, called, um, it's called Die Hard Year One. Oh. Okay. It'll be... Uh, set in caveman days. No, it'll be set on two timelines. One is in, in contemporary days where... Uh, Bruce Willis is, has been kidnapped by terrorists and is contemplating his past, and mm-hmm. then the, and then the bulk of it will be the past when he undergoes his first adventure with terrorists. Okay, which I'd assumed was you know the first movie. Yeah, because yeah. he seemed to be very. He was supposed to be just like a gritty street like a cop, you know. Guy, yeah. yeah, but apparently not. Apparently, there's Remember, that was the one time. To- that was the one time he was not a badass, yeah. and actually before that. He was the one jumping out of roofs and getting hit by explosions and nothing That's happened. Right. Yeah, he was always an action. Yeah, player. we just didn't know it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So neither did he. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's a shame. Um, that sounds awful. I, I don't care. I'm gonna go see it anyway. I know, and the fact that it's even called Die Hard Year One is just yeah, offensive. It's um, really stupid. The uh, yeah, and the la- and the last Die Hard movie was borderline unwatchable, but. <laughs> Anyway, that was the one with Kevin Smith, right? Yeah, uh, no, no, that was no. four. Oh, yeah, there was yeah. another one after oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Holy moly! Live free and die hard, and die hard. What was the what was, live free and die hard? Live free and die hard was the fourth one. Okay. I don't even remember. Which die one. hard with a vengeance. That was three. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was a good die, one. Die harder was two. Die harder was die hard two. Die two. harder, yeah. Die harder. Yeah. Which is still a stupid name. Oh, <laughs> man, I could make so much money just making movie titles if I that's know. all it takes. I know. I don't even remember what. Now I need to know. I'm checking right now. Okay, I want to know. It was um, a good day to die hard. Oh, Oh, yes, yes. of course. That epic. epic. How did I not remember that? 
Because uh, think... that's how memorable the movie was. <laughs> yeah, it was not. It was it. horrible. And also, it just it irritates me because, like, it's so easy to just call it old habits yeah. die hard. Oh, but it's no so true. Ha- Annie's you know I mean? old. It's, like, it's right there. It's yeah. perfect. It's been sitting there, and they haven't touched <clears> it. But anyway, garbage. <laughs> so, um, in other news, uh, James Cameron started shooting the Avatar sequels. Uh, oh, finally? This, this week, yeah. On his uh, billion-dollar budget, billion I believe. Billion-dollar budget for yeah. four movies. That's yeah. stupid. And, um, yeah, the, they showed Felicity photos of the, of the kids that will be in the movie, um, which is bizarre because they'll we won't actually see those children since they're – Playing Navi in motion capture, <laughs> it's neither here nor there. So yeah, it's apparently it's about the next generation on Avatar. Okay. What came after the last one? And I what guess if you don't some care? Humans bo- bo- uh, born on Avatar. Well, I liked blah, your blah. spin on it, um, but like taking place on Earth. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and how like they would deal with the entire yeah the whole Avatar thing yeah. people being coming obsessed with Avatar and all that yeah I wrote an article imagining uh, fictional Avatar sequels that likely won't exist um, yeah and that, <laughs> but I mean who knows it'll be about they won't say all we know is there's kids in it who like were probably like four when the first one came out so yay that's exciting nothing makes a sequel better than just doing it again but with kids exactly you know I'm sold frankly yeah exactly. how, how could it be go wrong yeah but they're shooting four movies now so that's great all with kids four. Yeah. oh my goodness <laughs> yeah, yeah. whatever happened with the main character what, what was what was his name Sam Worthington yeah is he still is yeah he, he at the end his, he became absorbed yeah because his, his body died or yeah, something yeah, yeah. right so yeah but now fully his human body sorry yeah, so yeah, is yeah. he gonna be in the movie being boring and stuff or? yeah of course okay yeah. one of the children will be his Okay. Mm-hmm. And blue. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, there's that. And then also, uh, and while James Cameron was promoting that, he also mentioned the Terminator thing again. Uh, Why? It's to that. That's ki- now com- it has a release date. It's going to come out in summer 2019. That's not happening. And, That's never happening. Um, yeah. And, pe- and people just asked what he's about, and he said there's all sorts of ideas. And he said, look at all people looking at their phones. The machines have already won. So I think like that <laughs> could be the um, the concept <coughs> of it, which I could be actually kind of clever. Was that like Skynet did still form in 1997, mm-hmm. and actually have taken over the world. We just we don't just, know. We it. just haven't noticed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sort of like a Siri gone mad. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't like the robot apocalypse we initially saw. But they it, the AI is still controlling yeah, everything. Yeah, because through time travel realized that. We're going to lose this. And so then saw a few years later all these people stuck on their phones. Exactly. Like, you know what? This might be a better way or, of going about they it. they developed their phones so that they could. I, yeah. I'm going to throw it out there. This sounds like what an old would say about cell phone technology. <laughs> <laughs> an old? An old. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I am an old at this point. Well, for the record, I am the youngest one here right now, which <laughs> I can rarely say these days. So <laughs> that's pretty cool. I'm just going to bask in that for a minute. Enjoy. Enjoy. Um, uh, next up, uh, Michelle Williams signed on to join the Venom movie in an unnamed role, which, like, more than anything else, I'm just surprised that, like, that they've gotten such good people to do yeah. the Venom mm-hmm. movie, considering it's a Venom movie without Spider-Man, which doesn't even make sense. In the Spider-Man expanded universe mm-hmm. that they're yeah. building. Yeah. It yeah. seems really weird. Connected or not, but, um, I don't know, maybe they have a really good idea. They're bringing all these talented no. people No, no, they back. don't. Oh. No, they're probably like, here's a dump trick of money. Yeah. It's all in Does singles. Sony even have dump trucks of money anymore? Sony? The oh, PS4, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have money. Oh, yeah. All those religious movies that sell movies. Oh, like Kevin Sorbo's. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They produce all those things. So. Oh, yeah. They're making plenty of money. They're doing fine. Um, just not as much uh, with the stereo equipment anymore. Yeah, right. no, one buys, um, no one buys Sony TVs. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, next up, uh, Denny Villeneuve, who has that new Blade Runner movie coming out shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, he is apparently in negotiations to direct the Cleopatra movie with Angelina Jolie. I feel that's a bad idea. So far, he's gone through. I think David Fincher was supposed to do it for a while, and then Soderbergh, and even James Cameron. Has there ever been a, a Cleopatra movie that hasn't sunk a studio? No. Well, no. it nearly sunk. Yeah. It was 20th Century Fox, was yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The that's the thing. The only thing people know about that is that it was bad and cost too much money. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> yeah, like that's actually all I know about yeah, that yeah. movie. So why they're persisting in doing this, I guess it's just Angelina Jolie. Well, did it always take down MGM as well? Like one of them? No, that was Fox. That was Fox? It was yeah. Fox, okay. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of studios have been almost taken down. And a few have been <laughs> taken down. Um, by, yeah. Anyway. So. Stupid decisions? Yeah. So anyway. Like Xanadu? I, was Xanadu the one that did? No, Heaven's Gate? Yeah, Heaven's Gate. Oh, that was a bad movie. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think the not Xanadu, the one you're thinking of is the the Francis Ford Coppola yeah. musical that he made that killed Zotro, yeah. which was um, One from the Heart. Yes, that was it. Actually, isn't that horrible, but it's also not great. All right. Uh, anywho, um, hopefully that doesn't happen. That's the moral <laughs> of that story. Well, get him on Dune already. That's what everybody really wants. What do you mean? Well, he's, like been talking about it for ages that he would be the guy doing if a dune reboot's going to happen and i guess provided how blade runner goes as far as resurrecting like an awesome sci-fi franchise Mm -hmm. which i mean initial reports i've seen people seem to be pretty yeah i've only heard incredibly positive things yeah Yeah, like incredibly positive things so so i'd love to see him do a dune movie yeah no kidding all right next up uh phil lord and chris miller who recently got fired off the Han Solo movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they have a new job. Um, Is it bringing back Clone High? Is nope. It, no, okay, then I don't no, care. No, no, no. That'll never to, happen. Yeah. They're going to uh, direct uh, a movie based on the new novel that actually hasn't come out yet. It comes out in <laughs> November by the guy who wrote The Martian. All right. Uh, it's called Artemis, and it's Artemis is the name of the first city ever constructed on the moon. And it's about a saucy smuggler caught up in a conspiracy involved in that. So... Reeks of originality, <laughs> that premise. Mm-hmm. He's but saucy, you say? Yeah. Well, I mean, there does he have a does he have a big furry dog friend? It's actually a it's a girl, yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah. you'd say she. Sorry, does she? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're going out of their way not to describe what it's about right now because the book hasn't come out yet. <laughs> so, um, but uh, more than anything else, uh, I, I mean, like The Martian was quite good. Yeah, yeah. I it was feel, better than the book. Yeah, I one feel. of the best comedies of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. So there's no yeah. So th- this could be quite good. And more than anything else, I'm just pleased that like Lord and Miller are actually able to like are still in demand. Of mm-hmm. course, uh, to be fair, of course they are. Well, I mean, they got fired off a Star Wars movie. But yeah, it's got to be a pretty this, black mark on your fair, resume. At this point, everyone's been fired. I know, but when's the last thing you heard Josh Trank? No one cares about Josh. What, what, That's he, what I'm saying. Was he the uh, Fantastic Four guy? Yeah, he did Fantastic Four and got fired off Star Wars. Oh, right. And then he hasn't worked since. Well, to be fair, Fantastic Four was more of the problem. Well, of course. But I'm just saying, you know, yeah. it's not great to get fired off a Star Wars no, movie. No. So, um, so I'm just happy that they've that they're bouncing back so quickly. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, maybe we'll be good. I don't know. We'll see what happens when the book comes out. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, do you guys remember the movie Attack the Block? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a good one. It was solid. Yeah, I really like that. John Boyega's, like, kind of... Yeah, it was a yeah, yeah. pad, for sure. <coughs> uh, so, yeah, Joe Carnage, Joe Carnage, who directed that, hasn't done anything since, but he's finally uh, got a new movie on the go. It's called uh, The Kid Who Would Be King, and it's about a teen who finds Excalibur. Ah! And, uh, hmm. Um, My mom's going to lose her mind if I tell her that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and uh, I guess Patrick Stewart's going to be in it. They haven't said who. Sweet. Probably Merlin, one would assume. do that soon. Like yeah. he's, he's not getting younger. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, 
Anyway, I think yeah, I loved Attack the Block. I've been really waiting for him to do something. This sounds just yeah, yeah. weird enough to work. So. And still kind of taking that youth approach, like yeah, the, totally. like the kid doing it, which you know worked well for Attack the Block. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Um, and yeah, so yeah, I'm on board. Um, and then finally, um, I didn't write down which network, unfortunately, mm. but a network is currently developing a TV series based on Scanners. Oh really? Uh, that seems. You know, I've never seen it, but just yeah. I've used that head exploding yeah. gif like a trillion yeah. yeah, times yeah, yeah, yeah. in like conversation. So yeah. Oh yeah, no, the head exploding. I, I really great. can't see how that's gonna work. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I enjoy. I like scanners. I don't like adore scanners. Mm-hmm. Uh, scanners has a handful of really great sequences. Obviously, yeah. the head exploding being yeah. by far the best one. Um, but. Yeah, it's just sort of about a secret society of psychics that can make each other's head explode when they have psychic <laughs> battles. But the thing about Scanners is that, like, um, the reason why it's, like, the least sort of ambitious Cronenberg movie, which is also part of the reason why it's one of the most successful, is mm. because um, he started making that before they'd even written a script. Like, they... It was during the, like... When it, was, it was during the, like, tax shelter days yeah. when, like, all of a sudden a few million dollars would be available to production companies in Canada like or at a certain time of year oh, okay. when everyone had to get their money in before the financial year ended. Oh, so just here's a bunch of cash, do exactly, something yeah. and we'll figure it out so later. Cronenberg had made a bunch of money and like one guy called him up and was like, hey, I got cash but we got to spend it by this date. Can you come up with something? <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, I got an idea. And yeah. he like thought of the idea for scanners like on the way over to the office. <laughs> and then they were like, awesome, we start shooting in three weeks. So he started like casting and stuff just with like a big idea and I was like writing the script. I would like more movies to be made that yeah, way. Yeah, like a fun movies yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's amazing that it's even like watchable yeah no let kidding. alone as good as it is but yeah whether or not it can suit a tv series i don't know mm-hmm. i do like exploding heads though so i yeah, yeah i do i'm always a fan of yeah, that yeah, yeah. so there's that and that's it cool yeah. cool, cool. Take a quick well, why don't break we then? take a break here sure and uh we'll hear from buns podcast network and comic bento and when we come back we'll have we'll see what'd you, what'd you go see this week uh american made okay so we're gonna yeah. just hear about american made Man, I wish I could get new comics every month, but I'm broke and oddly always $5 short. Lame. Wait, five bucks short, you say? Well, I've got something special for you. What the hell was that? It's me, the discount ghost of Coupons Pass. Are you scared? What the f- Use the code CGMEG in all caps, all one word, to get $5 off your next Comic Bento subscription. So wait, if I use the code CGMEG, all in caps, all one word, I get $5 off my next Comic Bento? Yes, use the code CGMEG in all caps, all one word, and get $5 off your next Comic Bento. A whole $5, eh? Now that's scary. The Pixels and Ink Podcast is brought to you by Buns, your city network. Buns connects you to the people in your neighborhood to help you find the things you need to fuel your real life. Swap things you already have to get items you need. You can also find jobs that pay the bills, homes for rent, advice, and a place to talk about your city. Buns is available online at buns.com and on your phones via the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. And we're back. Thanks, Buns Podcast Network and Comic Bento. So, Phil, tell us about American Made. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the new movie I saw this week. Um, It's a new movie with Tom Cruise, which over the last few years I've viewed as a sign that I'm going to hate a movie. Um, but, but the mummy, but, yeah, the mummy, for example, or uh, the Jack Reacher movies, or well, those are bad. Yeah, those are really bad. Really bad. But fortunately, this one actually ended up being quite good. Oh, um, nice. it was uh, directed by Doug Liman, who did the last good Tom Cruise movie, mm-hmm. which was The Edge of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And Doug Liman also did Swingers and Go and um, the first Born Identity movie, a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Yeah, this is um, uh, based on true story. Um, difficult to tell exactly how much of it's true. Mm -hmm. Reasons that will become obvious, which is that uh, Tom Cruise plays this hotshot pilot in the early '80s, um, which is clearly like <laughs> already a big reference <laughs> yeah. to Top Gun. Yeah, yeah. Um, a Top Gun, if you will. Yeah, exactly. I was looking at. Yeah. I stole that from Phil's review. Thank you. Thank you. Looking yeah. at images for this review, I honestly couldn't tell what the movie was about and <laughs> thought it was Top Gun for yeah. the longest time. Oh, totally so. right. So yeah, they're they're doing the heat, but he's like, yeah, working for a commercial airline, really bored, and then um, the CIA approaches him and asks him to because uh, he was a Top Gun back mm -hmm. in the day before he became a commercial pilot. Asked him if he'd be interested in doing uh, very secret and highly illegal missions okay. on other uh, South and and uh, um, Central American countries mm -hmm. to take sp spy photos of armies and that sort of thing, uh, which he does. Um, even though he's getting shot at and so forth, he's quite good at it, and then. Uh, he starts also like delivering packages, and when that happens, the local drug cartels find out and ask him to start uh, delivering cocaine, which he does, and he proves to be even better at that until um, he gets arrested, which is bad. And then the CIA <laughs> bails him out of jail, but they say, but uh, Tom, because he was you know not supposed to be working for them at the time, they, they can't like officially exactly yeah. yeah. So they strike a deal where uh, he'll start. Uh, illegally and secretly carrying arms over to the Contra army um, to try and uh, resistance army that was trying to fight the communists. Um, and then once he starts doing that, the drug dealers brought it in again. He starts doing more of that. Next thing you know, he has this whole company with like five different planes. They have all the information from the CIA so they know what airspace to avoid so they don't get tracked. Um, they have this massive multi-million dollar cocaine operation while also uh, have you know, bringing soldiers illegally across the border to illegally train them for this highly illegal war. And obviously it's really bad, especially since everyone's all on coke. And um, things go really wrong, but when they do, um, he can't really get in trouble because yeah. mm -hmm. the yeah. government kind of allowed all this to happen. So anyway, that was a real thing that happened. Um, and uh, they made a movie about it. <laughs> and it's really fun. Um, it's sort of done in a, like, uh, Goodfellas or Blow or Train Spotting type style. It's their voiceover and right. very beep, 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 beep. Very funny, very silly. Not like really so much like a conventional clock structure. Mm. It's a series of just increasingly insane events. Um, the uh, the aircraft flying sequences are amazing. There's some genuinely like really fantastic action scenes brought in there. It has a very funny, uh, cynical sense of humor to it. But more, uh, what I liked about it the most is it's kind of like. It is very much like a satire on okay. American values because this guy is an incredibly successful capitalist and yeah. he's doing really well at war, which America loves, and is also Tom Cruise. Yeah, um, which everything, everyone likes that, yeah. Totally, which he sort of represents all that. But at the same time, he couldn't be more morally corrupt and he's horrible and yeah. he gets away with things that he shouldn't. And there's something just really kind of clever and mean-spirited mm. and amusing about the fact that they... that. A, that Tom Cruise was self-aware enough to do this, and B, that they were able to get it made through a studio and, like, played in IMAX and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. just sort of, like, blown away this movie exists. Uh, the only problem is that um, Tom Cruise has just gone on a string of making so many movies where he was not self-aware. Yeah. And were really placid and really boring and just playing the old-fashioned Tom Cruise persona yeah. that I don't know. I feel like the, peop the, the people that are, will still show up hoping it's one of those movies are just going to be really disappointed, and the people that would actually I think it'll be like The Edge of Tomorrow, where it'll do okay, and then in a year or two, everyone will be like, holy crap, did you see that? That was yeah. actually yeah. pretty yeah. good, yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, I was, uh, I went in, like, not being sure what to make. I did think it was a cool idea, because I knew, like, a little bit about all the contra controversy. Um, I certainly didn't know this specific story, and uh, yeah, I thought it was just a wild, dirty, crazy good time. Um, nice. Yeah, I can't believe that 
you know, it's one thing if it's like a smaller movie that's like, you know, train spotting or Goodfellas mm. or something like that, but for it to be like this gigantic movie with these huge action scenes yeah. to be this critical of America and this like subversive with Tom Cruise's imagery. Um, I really appreciate it. I think it's a ton of fun. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I really recommend going to see it if only because I don't think anyone else will. It's fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So it was a good time. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, Flatliners already came out this week, but they refused to screen it. So it Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you haven't seen it yet? No, it's not officially screening. So is it, when is it? Really, good, really, really good. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. When does it come out? <laughs> to, uh, tomorrow. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So it has to be a classic. Oh, yeah, it's an instant clip. Yeah, okay. It's got to be great. Um, and I see anything else coming out this week? Not this week. Um, Oh, I did end up seeing that movie Friend Request. Yeah. About the spooky Facebook guy. Yeah, how is it? It's horrible. <laughs> it's so stupid. Is, it, what was is the that the one where the kid like puts his hand in a blender at one point? No, no, or? That's oh. unfriended. That's unfriended. Oh, that actually pardon me. Like. Oh, okay. That was actually fairly Well, it's well all done. from the scene of... All on the back of the desktop. Yeah. yeah. No, that was actually pretty good. No, this was about this like uh, super popular girl. So oh, popular. well, she was so popular. So yeah. many yeah, okay. Facebook friends, right? <laughs> and she's in Sounds a, dreamy. Yeah, yeah. And she's in a class on internet addiction, mm-hmm. but she's addicted to the internet, so she's not paying attention. Of course, yeah. And uh, which is such clever writing. Yeah, of course, and yeah. She, like, <laughs> when she's in that class, she spots this like this girl who dresses all in dark, and she's like and very lonely, and she feels bad for her. She, and she notices Good. in particular that her Facebook account has no friends. And oh, like, the horror! Oh my God! Well, I'll be her friend. <laughs> and then, and then when she is, she just sees this account just filled with all this like these dark gifs. And things about pain and she's like oh my god I don't like this and then she starts getting clingy so the popular girl's like you know what I'm not gonna be a friend anymore and <laughs> sure big enough, mistake sure enough girl kills herself and uh, and the video keeps popping up on the popular girls feet oh no losing friends they like throughout the film have a friend counter that will pop up occasionally so <laughs> oh my god <laughs> actually though no, no, this is so traumatic and then like when people find out about it when her friends find out about it then they die and uh, it's just horrible so she, she can't she, get it off Facebook but obviously no, no. Yeah. So, so she, she her friend. Did she ever go to Zero Friends? I mean, you can't spoil the oh. movie. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> it's just terrible. And apparently, it was a German production. They just hired someone from Walking Dead and did it all in English to make it seem like an American movie. That's so weird. That but sounds incredible. Yeah, it was terrible. It's like number one <laughs> film in Germany right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's raving about it. Just terrible. It's not even not even worth watching now. <laughs> okay. I wish. It's like kind of fun to talk about because it's like Jesus. But it's this can't be a real movie. Yeah, it's not a good time. Okay. I wish it was. Oh, that's so a shame. That. Yeah, what can you do? Yeah. yeah. Well, since did uh, did you guys talk about uh, Mother last week? Oh yeah, I guess I did. Yeah. Yes. A little bit. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. Can really? you talk a little, I want to hear your because I read your review, but I want to hear oh, yeah? what you guys say. I've about read it. the synopsis. It sounds like complete insanity. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like a nightmare movie. Yeah, yeah it sounds like in in I read subsequently that I guess Ar- Aronofsky wrote him like a fever dream in three days mm-hmm. which makes sense was he like really high or really no, sick no I think he was just in a dark place right. um, so yeah it's um, so yeah it starts out not being particularly um, insane just yet where yeah. uh, Jennifer Lawrence plays this uh, housewife to Javier Bardem who's a famous poet but he hasn't worked in a long time and they live in this house in the middle of nowhere and then um uh, this guy shows up one day, uh, played by Ed Harris, yeah. who is a big fan. He's happy to see him, and then his wife shows up after, played by Michelle Pfeiffer, and they just refuse to leave, and it gets really awkward for right. uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. And then their kids show up, and one of the kids kills the other one and runs away. 
and uh, then things get increasingly um, like kid kids or adult no, no, kids. No, no, adult children. Okay. Yeah, um, and then things get increasingly insane. Is that a Cain and Abel? Yeah, there's okay. a lot of biblical imagery to it. There's a lot mm-hmm. of, um, yeah. I mean, there's a number of ways to look at it. There's like, um, it's yeah, filled with options. Like she, yeah, it could all be religious parable. Um, it could be that she's Mother Nature and have your presence, God. Yeah. It could also be that it's sort of about or, or like the interpretation I initially had of it was that she sort of represents. Um, she's like a muse and yeah. an artistic idea, and uh, 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 Javier Bardem's like a benevolent artist who mm. sort of abuses her to create his work and then mm. ignores her when and destroys her when it's over. It's hard to say, but it is a wild ride, for yeah. sure. Um, it's very darkly funny, almost like a Harold Pinter play or something like oh, that weird. for a while, and then it sort of, or Rosemary's Baby for that matter, yeah. and then it sort of gets increasingly nightmarish and dark, and so it has some just crazy imagery that I can't believe got in a Hollywood movie. And and that's, like, yeah, even more than American made. I just can't believe that it got made at Hollywood. So I guess it just really proves it. If you have Jennifer Lawrence in your movie, you can yep. literally get yeah. absolutely anything made. Um, I think it's, yeah, I think it's fascinating. Um, I don't think it's perfect, but I also think it's the type of movie that can't be. It kind of, yeah, you know, this type of surrealist movie. No, no, why, do you know why there are so many people upset with this movie? Well, because they probably have never seen surrealism okay. and we're expecting like a little home invasion thriller kind of yeah, totally. yeah. yeah or we're expecting something like black swan yeah. where there are like moments when it goes crazy and off the wall but at the same time has enough of a general sense yeah. of reality yeah. you can follow it um and that stuff is like you know i mentioned harold pinder before harold pinder was designed mm. to alienate and anger people so like i when people react vehemently angry for it, i think it's just you know people rate you know we've been for the longest time now since tv drama yeah. has become the most dominant form of writing we all like expect you know a very condensed closed narrative structure yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and um you know there you know there were there were times when it was more popular and it's similar when twin peaks came back yeah, yeah. got furious but there not being any answers there and it's just like a type of storytelling that we haven't seen in a long time mm-hmm. i think that really upsets people plus it is like very aggressive and angry and shows you a lot of things that are very uncomfortable yeah so it doesn't surprise me people hate it. And then also, like, on the side of people who are inclined to like that sort of thing, Darren Aronofsky is, like, even when he's being ambiguous, he's being very loudly ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very clear. Like, this is a symbol. This is something. Yeah. Pay attention to this. Yeah. And that, I think, like, the more pretentious people are kind of like, Ugh, please. So it's, like, pissed off the casuals and the art house crowd. Totally, but yeah. there's, like, a couple people in the middle that'll... Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think, like, if you know yourself getting, what you're getting yourself into, like, it is a very good... Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just like if you went in expecting it to be a conventional horror movie, right, right. you'd be furious. Mm-hmm. And if you're like a snooty type that like, by virtue of the fact that it's a subtitle, you're going to hate it. That makes <laughs> sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> it's a com- combination of those things. But yeah, no, I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, like I don't, like I only saw it one time and I saw it at nine in the morning. So like I don't have like the firmest grasp right. of exactly what I think happened in it, but I don't think you're supposed to. Um, mm-hmm. And I also think that yeah, it's just interesting to see how people now just get angry yeah. when something's ambiguous, when they film something. Where are my answers? Films. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fair yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, in a world where, like, you know, CinemaSins or whatever makes it sound like the worst thing you could do is have a continuity error. The <laughs> idea of, like, having something that's deliberately unsatisfying and unanswered yeah. is just too much. Well, they're going to love, um, just saw a preview for Annihilation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, like, I really like the first book second book and third book were whatever but yeah. like nothing gets answered in that yeah, what, yeah, what is yeah. Annihilation? 
It's um, a book by Jeff Vandermeer about um, it's sort of like a Lovecraftian horror okay. um, of this like mysterious area and the people go and investigate and all sorts of weird stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but very much in the line of what Phil was just saying, like yeah. they're gonna leave mad unless the studios like really change things yeah. because Who's it's working? a whole bunch of questions and no answers. I doubt it. It's Alex Garland. Oh, the so movie? the guy that yeah. at the Sex Machina, X Machina, yeah, yeah, yeah. later and stuff. I don't think he cares. No. Yeah. No. So I think I, with Ex Machina, he has the freedom to do what he wants. Yeah, I would yeah. hope so. So and yeah, and I don't believe it's a big. I, I I don't believe it's a big studio that did it. I could be wrong. Oh, I yeah, I can't remember yeah. who. Did. I just like somebody. The trailer popped up yesterday, and I yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. I really really the loved the book. Cool. So I did not yeah, read the book. So I'm glad to hear. The first book's yeah. awesome, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, the follow ups are like I don't know. You finish the first book thinking the next two are going to give answers, and yeah. it just kind of keeps going. And <laughs> by, by itself, like in a vacuum, you could just read the first one, and you're, like, you're good. Okay. And it was fun and cool and super weird. Cool. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Should we go into the best of all time? Sure. sure yeah. <laughs> we don't have any way you've been playing? You know, no. 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 I'm still playing Destiny, even though like I don't even think I really like it. It's just <laughs> I'm playing it. Yeah, yeah, fair. I played a little bit of... Uh, because I finally got a switch, so I, I played some uh, Zelda. How'd you like that? In the wild, uh, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I mean, it's good. I mean, like you know, it's the type of game where like you know I probably put like I don't know like eight hours or yeah. so into it, and I'm not even like I haven't even seen what's ever always <laughs> on the map. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, I've been really enjoying it so far. Just more than anything else, because I don't normally um enjoy that type of very open-ended rpg yeah but i found it so like intuitive hmm. um that's that, nintendo for you you yeah, know totally. like that's that's what they do oh for sure yeah like even though it's designed to feel like this vast place that i'm lost in and, and don't have my bearings and yet i've never felt frustrated mm-hmm. by it mm-hmm. like it's always been fairly yeah i've just I've been really impressed by the balance of it being fairly clear yet open and um yeah, and the aesthetic's beautiful, and uh, yeah, I'm 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 into it. And I, I didn't think I would be. I just kind of tried it for the sake of it because mm-hmm. I, I just didn't have anything. You got a really switch, so why yeah, not? Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And I was surprised how quickly I kind of fell into it, and uh, yeah, I get I get why everyone said it's so good because mm-hmm. it is good. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but but shooters now. Yeah. So since there's a whole bunch of shooters going on <laughs> right now, and speaking of Destiny. Yeah. yeah, well, that's kind of what yeah what spurred the conversation because I haven't talking about like I grew up playing shooters. I played them my whole life, but I go through phases of like, okay, I'm over it. I want to do other things, and then I just somehow always find myself back playing one again, even if I don't particularly mm-hmm. yeah. like, really like it or rave about it. It's just it's a familiar feeling, and I know exactly what I'm doing and what I'm getting out of it. Yeah. So and and it's. They're like the top-selling games of all time, a genre of all time, mm-hmm. according to a number of different mm. uh, different sources. I've Good cross-table glare there, and nobody could see. That was funny. But moving on, moving okay. on. <laughs> anyway, um, so we thought it would be a great idea to talk about our the most important shooters of all time. Yeah. So. Guys, I'm going to leave this one to you to take away because I don't play a lot of shooters. I was explaining earlier, the only shooters I've ever played were like the original Wolfenstein and the original yeah. Doom. And I talked about those when we did our retro recall yeah. mm-hmm. thing yeah. last time. And um, Dirge of Cerberus. I still consider that's a third person shooter that's not a first person. You're person. a third person shooter. Only because <laughs> um, 
it was part of the Final Fantasy series. So, guys, without further ado, most important shooters of all time. Take it away. Quinn, you go first. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> obviously, you know, even though we did just talk about it, <laughs> but Doom and Wolfenstein, obviously yeah. Doom's like, you know, the big yeah. uh, granddaddy of them all. Yeah. Opened up the genre, sold a ton of copies, mm. yeah. allegedly caused some school shootings, you yeah. know. But, but it, uh, it was more of the fact that it was the first time that games seemed more than just toys. Oh, yeah, and, like, very adult yeah. themes, monsters, gore, shotguns. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, listen, it's a great game. Yeah. It, it definitely seems like a toy. I don't know what you're talking about. Shooting big <laughs> monsters with shotguns? I don't know what toys you were playing with, but that's pretty well my wheel. But no, my point is, <laughs> <laughs> before this point, games were considered a thing that, like, five-year-olds played. Oh, I see. It yeah. got older. Yeah, not some for, like, teenagers or... I mean, yes, Doom's still a... A, a fun yeah, thing. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, yeah. yeah, it was really mature the way I shotgun that demon. In the face. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was, it was fluffy. Games were fluffy, blades yeah. were colorful, yeah, I, I, well, I colorful. Oh, totally. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. That it was more of like a family friendly. Yeah, yeah. And now, and that with Doom and Wolfenstein, it really said maybe these things are not for every person ever. Mm-hmm. Like you can't give this to a five year old and expect them to have a good time. Yeah, yeah. Or. Yeah. You, or they shouldn't have a good time. <laughs> Which obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. probably tricked a ton of parents in oh, yeah. that era of, oh, it's just a video game, probably like Mario or, yeah. you know. Yeah, this guy with his midriff and these demons, this is just from little Jimmy over yeah, here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember playing that because I didn't have a PC at the time, mm. so my introduction was on the 32X. Oh, God, which yeah. Which was very exciting. Uh, I don't believe it even had the whole game on it. It probably it did. That first, like, nine levels or that like shareware, because that. that's how they originally yeah, yeah, yeah. released yeah. it. Yeah, that's right. I think it was the shareware Yeah, that's Same with, like, that's Wolfenstein. For me, I didn't even know there was more of it there's until... Like, there's, like, eight chapters. Yeah, <laughs> like, it just yeah, keeps yeah. going. So you had a friend with a better computer who had who managed to find more of it. That's a lot. That's how I knew there was more of Wolfenstein. I just had the shareware. Well, the thing is, Doom yeah. is weird because it doesn't... The original Doom ends with a thing you're supposed to die on. You, if you go through the portal, you'll just die. Yeah. Because there's, like, room that you will... Like laugh on the floor, you, any any invincibility is taken off, and di- monsters just kill you in a few seconds. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to do that. Yeah. And you see, like I guess that's the end of the game. Oh well. Very anticlimactic. Yeah. But Doom doesn't really have a good ending, anyways. It's just kind of you just go through lots of levels and you reach an end. You're like, ah, yeah. It's a game. Yeah. Doesn't the guy like run out and go like bring it on? That's Wolfenstein. That's Wolfenstein. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which honestly, like I, I can remember clear as day. So like you finally defeat the guy with the two chain yes. guns. Hitler. Hitler. It wasn't. Hitler. It oh, wasn't. Oh, not right. in the, like, the share oh, well, right. no, Hitler levels. was, like, chapter three. Or yeah, it was yeah. just some big blonde Aryan dude with yeah. two big chain guns. So whatever, like, after, you know, several days of my cousin and I trying this, and then you finally run out, but then the camera pans and turns yeah. around, and I, like, almost had a heart attack because I thought I had just beaten the big bad guy, and then, oh, no, what do I have to fight again? <laughs> but, you know, it was just BJ. Yeah throwing his arms up in the air being stoked that he made it wearing like a jump like a track suit yeah a little prison uh, Adidas track suit they were all the rage <laughs> in uh, World War II era Germany <laughs> it was a weird it was a weird game but they did they did show how games could be more than just a little family thing that you can kind of do in your spare time they oh made totally much deeper experiences and then yeah we got Quake from that which yeah. um, opened up the but, competitive shooter but even the thing Quake's interesting because it was going to be far more complex than it actually was. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, they wanted to... Like, that's why there's some of this Eldritch stuff in there, like this Cthulhu, like... Yeah. And they wanted to kind of do a full storyline involving, like, um, 
like all the Cthulhu monsters and how they're kind of getting into this plane and you're trying to stop them. And then there's some medieval stuff because it's like numerous well, game ideas. I was going to say, it never really seemed cohesive. Because it was numerous different projects, kind of all these things, ideas put together, and they're like, I don't know, with this engine, make something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, it, it was it, solid it, fun. It tore the studio the apart. Yeah. Oh, really? Because some people in the studio wanted one thing, some people in the studio wanted another thing, and they at this point, they were hot off Doom, and they were like, oh, we're, we're the best stuff ever. So we yeah. can, anything we do is going to be great. But numerous iterations of this game. And they're like, I, I don't know. Just make something. Huh. <laughs> like the story behind Quake is weird. Oh, I don't even remember. But you're right. I was always mystified. Like younger Brendan was mystified that I couldn't. You feel like you're in a castle shooting. Yeah. But you have like machine guns yeah. and lasers. and It, it was yeah, weird. It was, it was an yeah. odd mix. But yeah, playing it multiplayer. I mean, where would we be without the competitive shooter now? Rocket I jumping. Mean, mm-hmm. Yeah. And still playing. I mean, yeah. I was literally at QuakeCon this year. They still play Quake yeah. 1? Yeah. Wow. It was... Uh, that game runs literally anything. You can run that on a web browser. Oh, man. And there's, yeah, there's an updated version. Um, some modding community just made, like, a whole bunch of extra crazy levels. And, really? And, like, redid the textures and everything for it. So... Weird. That does... Yeah, you'd never think, you know, in the early 90s that it was, you yeah. know, 20, 30 years from then. It's oh, no going to be... People are still going to be playing it or working on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's, it's insane. Like, but that was the original Quake engine. That that id tech engine is still this pieces of code in the new doom oh really like still th- from that, that base engine no, i think it was it tech one or whatever it was mm-hmm. still, yeah i think it was it tech two it, whatever it tech something yeah and that code base is still being partially used today wow that's amazing yeah. they've just been that's building crazy. on it mm-hmm. i mean yeah. to be fair there's probably very little of the original true code in there. yeah true but, but i mean i guess yeah valve's still milk and source for all that's true worth, yeah. so why not yeah yeah and so source is interesting because it branched off of because originally the original Half-Life, the next game, mm-hmm. um, original Half-Life was built on the Quake engine, the Quake 2 engine. Oh, okay. And then they built Source after that point. For Half-Life 2. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Almost said Half-Life 3. Yeah, <laughs> that's never happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and then Half-Life came out and showed people that you could have like an actual yeah. decent narrative experience while still... You know, shooting aliens in the face. But we should talk about Deus Ex quickly. Oh yeah, because Deus Ex was interesting because that was like Warren Spector's like one of his magnum opuses type thing, mm-hmm. where you you basically could go about the game any way you wanted. Like oh, from the start paths. to the end. Like I played that beginning sequence, and it seems like a simple beginning sequence, but there's like ten paths you can take, mm-hmm. and every path will lead to different outcomes. Yeah, like you can like take the guy into custody peacefully you can just kill him out and you get a different storyline that way you can go down a completely different side path and do something else mm-hmm. you can become a sniper and do it from a different distance it, it's really exciting to see how every choice in that game matters and it was so vast even a game that far back oh yeah but it was one of the first games to really do the whole yeah. player decision impacts the storyline yeah. branching storylines and gameplay I mean at least you know outside of like a CRPG or something exactly yeah it mm-hmm. was it was a far deeper game than people really thought when they're like oh it's a shooter when cyberpunky shooter yeah mm-hmm. and definitely far deeper than its more recent iterations well the more recent iterations are more of just shooters with a bit of like oh i guess i'm gonna be stealthy and hack some <laughs> yeah, things yeah exactly but that being said i think the more recent ones are just different takes on the same concept mm-hmm. it's just they're not new well with and it's well-tread ground exactly, or well-trodden yeah. ground at this point whereas th- at that time deus ex was kind of this thing that people were like how did they do this this is awesome yeah I could spend hours upon hours in this. I could just randomly augment myself in weird ways. And do it again yeah. completely differently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, we did we skip over Goldeneye? No, that's my next no, one. We're, we're, we're getting there. We're getting but there. Not there yet. Like, but chronologically, surely Goldeneye is after these. Ones I don't think. Right? I think we kind of fell out of an order. Okay. No, no, no. Right. I think There's we're just no sort of jumping. Okay. Well, I mean, like to be fair, uh, we Goldeneye was we like ninety-seven, we wasn't? We well, no, we Quake gone. was only like ninety-six, I think. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Goldeneye. But then we went to Dan. It's they're very similar time periods. Yeah. Nineteen ninety-five was Deus Ex. Okay. And Goldeneye, I want to say ninety-six. Da, 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 da. Yeah, it was. So, okay, cool. So, yeah. So, we're actually in 1997. Order. We are chronologically, <laughs> we are good. We're still yes. good? Yeah. But, guys, we're forgetting our number one shooter. Mm. What year did that come out? Oh, Duck, Duck Hunt? Duck Hunt. Yeah. Duck Hunt is our number one yeah. shooter. Yeah. Of, of well, selling the most sold because yeah. it was Number included. one selling shooter of all time. Because because Nintendo, every yeah. Nintendo had it. Every yeah. single one. Yeah, so it came with the light gun. So we should have been talking about that first. We should have, but I mean. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a different thing. It's a different beast. Yeah. yeah, that's like literally the duck hunt game at a carnival. You know? <laughs> Not shooting demons in the face with a shotgun, that's yeah. for sure. But yeah, Goldeneye. Phil, do you want to talk about Goldeneye? Oh, sure. Yeah, no, I adore Goldeneye. It's probably up there with, probably the, mo- the most time I put into the game is either that or the Mario Kart right, right. 64. Um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I came to it initially because. I just like love James Bond, yeah. and I couldn't believe that I could be James Bond and shoot a gun on, on like, mm-hmm. a home console. Yeah. And they did a, good, a really good job of replicating the movie to the point where like I find it impossible the movie without to watch the movie without thinking like immediately pulling it into oh, the levels. Oh man, yeah. the, the game has totally replaced the film Absolutely, in, in yeah. my mind. Totally, totally. But then its big thing was the local multiplayer, which I having not played because I didn't play Quake at the time. Oh, okay. That was sort of my introduction to multiplayer shooters. And oh, yeah, well, yeah, like if, if you didn't have... Hours and hours and hours that I poured into that. Good Lord. Um, yeah, I still have, like, whenever I see uh, Goldfinger and mm-hmm. Oddjob appears, I'm just like... Just automatically irritated? Little, yeah. Oh, Nobody not, was allowed to use Oddjob. Not cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the image of, like, someone kneeling down on one lease, sliding across mm. the floor has a terrifying <laughs> effect to me. Yeah, it um, yeah, it just did an incredible job of, of making that happen on a home, mm-hmm. com- home console and just became like a... Oh, there was over. nothing like that yeah, until, yeah. like, when that came out. Like, yeah. four-player split-screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was unreal. Um, yeah, and I'll never forget. And, I, and, and, yeah, I don't think... You know, obviously, like, online multiplayer has taken over what a first-person first yeah. shooter multiplayer is, yeah. but, like, that... So as a result of that, like that experience never been. Oh, you and yeah, you can't replicate that that feeling either, for sure. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. So anyway, my buddy Joey broke his finger one night because of a GoldenEye-related disagreement. Yeah, (laughs) Um, it was a fight over a controller. Yeah, yeah. And they had just pulled, and it just like popped it right out of the socket. Oh. So then, yeah, my buddy Josh's mom had to like take him to the hospital. It was a whole thing, but yeah, very much 100% stemmed from from GoldenEye couch. Yeah, yeah. I never (laughs) had a sleepover. Injuries like that, but I did so many fights. I remember mm-hmm. one um, one friend of mine was so obsessed with the concept of not being able to look at each other's screens. <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah. He actually fashioned this cardboard thing, <laughs> like made, cut the screen yeah, and yeah, yeah. cut it and like and went out like four feet, and we all had to like stand <laughs> on it. It was like so impractical, and we only did it once, and all agreed it was just stupid, except for the new yeah, into it. Of course, um, and yeah, so it's just yeah. I'll, yeah, it burned into like so. There yeah. are old friends that when I see them to this day, we just like give each other a little side glance. And, 
I mean, I know I'm the best, but I know they don't think that. No. I think yeah, I was like there. the only one that didn't have an N64, so oh, yeah, I was yeah. never like a top-ranked Golden Eye. Right, you know, right, I'd be like, right. if I got like third or something, yeah. I'd be pretty pleased with myself. <laughs> right, right, That's right. That's fair. Yeah. But whoever got beat by me would be humiliated. <laughs> yeah, I played the heck out of that thing, and I was seeing, I watched some video about it recently, and they showed that, like in the original code, they found that. For multiplayer, they initially planned on having you could choose whether you wanted to be Sean Connery or Roger Moore or Timothy Dalton. Oh, can you imagine? But the problem was they couldn't get... Licensing? Every, everyone else agreed except Sean Connery. <laughs> of course. That doesn't surprise me yeah, at all. And they, and then That's there was surly no old bastard. And having anyone other than Sean Connery. Yeah. Because everybody would be like, I don't want to play Timothy Dalton. <laughs> yeah, I want to exactly. be Sean Connery. Right. Is, I don't need Roger Moore. Exactly. So, but it, like the, it got far enough along the line that I guess somewhere buried in the code for that game is that... The references like, to it? The references to it and, and even the images and the, oh, wow. the models are still... Crazy there. people are yeah. still, yeah, 20 years later, still finding things out about uh, like mm-hmm. a video game. It's wild. And then did you guys play the remake did you like the remake it was okay i it didn't play it no it was fine yeah i um i mean at the time i had i had gotten out of gaming and then got back in yeah. when i got a wii so like it um its limitations weren't immediately apparent to me yeah and i started playing other contemporary shooters and i was like oh i got it yeah it's <laughs> yeah it's not as mechanically sound no now compared to but i mean like everything's built on what came before For it sure. so. yeah so it's uh, I mean I thought it was I thought it was fun it was it was weird to see Daniel Craig yeah. in a Pierce Brosnan James Bond story mm-hmm. but I, I'm glad that they did it I thought it was a cute idea but uh, but yeah unfortunately yeah, it's odd that there hasn't been a single really good James Bond game since Goldeneye oh I mean that's you know they so knocked easy. it out of the park I know, immediately I know. and then I guess Perfect Dark kind of followed it yeah, yeah. spiritually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was kind of the end. That's sort of it. From yeah. moving on from Goldeneye, we oh. have Halo. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's Speaking again of, of, you know, couch. That's why I kind of went there. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that I mean, it, when my buddies figured out that they could play each other through the floor on different TVs, just linking their consoles, yeah, like, yeah. that was a game. No more screen cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know? Yeah. But yeah, no, Halo was. You guys are just having a moment like for all your buddies <laughs> and the reminiscing the, there, yeah. looking off in the uh, sky. Those are the days. But I mean, Halo was interesting. Like, I, I don't know if Halo's story really is as epic as people believe it is. Mm. But it, when you're like that age, and the first Xbox came out, you're like, oh my god, this story is epic. It's like yeah. Star Wars, but mm-hmm. more action packed. <laughs> I had a friend that actually said that. I'm like, no, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) That friend was you, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. Okay. (laughs) I never actually had an Xbox when I was a kid, so I was always like going to the friends. I was like, you have to see this game. It's like Star Wars, but better. I'm like, I don't. I I, I think that's an overstatement. Well, there's a there's a metal band I really like, Shadow of Intent, and their all their songs are like Halo lore based. (laughs) Uh, You can't really hear what they're singing about. It's all like, but uh, yeah. So they've had two or three albums now. Basically based off of the Halo universe. Oh, Master Chief so and his buddies. Yeah, and like the flood so and battles that between planets. That like the worst idea ever. Oh, I don't know. I mean, they shred hard, but no. yeah, thematically, <laughs> perhaps not the most hardcore kind of topic. Bizarre. And then uh, after Halo, we have um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which really kind of shaped the last 10 years. Or it's last five dominated or so. in oh. top-selling yeah. franchise. Yeah. Like it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But again, it brought all these new ideas of yeah. like perks and and upgradable the weapons, leveling. The yeah. The, mul- so the online multiplayer was like that is what we consider as the most important thing right now. Oh, absolutely. Is the, is the Call of Duty multiplayer 
going to be good this year is like there's there's uh, there was talk of what if we just sell the Call of Duty multiplayer to people that don't want the single player mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like three teams work on those games now but Call of Duty 4 is Well I mean they just re-released yeah. it because yeah. that's like that's the, what people wanted it is that's what every year people yeah. are like well it's good but it's not as good as yeah and now it they've was. Got, they got it back and they're like oh it's yeah. that, that was okay I guess <laughs> but I don't know I think it's it's interesting to see how like the progression of from Doom to Call of Duty 4 and how it, it has greatly changed. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I liked Call of Duty 4. I don't necessarily know if I have the same memories as Doom because I was you of know, course. in university. So yeah. out of university, or like a young adult. It's hard to have nostalgic childhood memories when you're playing games in your mid-20s. Yes. You know, it's, <laughs> it's different. They're fun and they're good and you can look at them with a very different perspective, yeah. but it's not the same as... Yeah. Being 12 years old at your buddy's house, yeah. you know, wired on candy. and Get, Getting your first, like, oh, my God, this game's so bad. Yeah. Waiting for somebody to trip this. on your proximity mine. <laughs> yeah. But it, 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 it's interesting to see how uh, 3D shooters have evolved. And they mm-hmm. have really, they have kind of shaped the last at least 20 years of gaming. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. E- easily the dominant genre, like Lisa was saying, even just going on a sales perspective. But, like, that's what people kind of, it's the benchmark for everything else that they base yeah. games on. Well, I, I want to wrap up there, Lisa. I think that's a good note to end on. Yeah. Lisa, what's your yeah. favorite shooter? Yeah. Let's, let's hear, you know. Best shooter of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, Doom and Wolfenstein. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I still stand by that. Guys, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Um, okay. Sweet. Bill, do you have anything? Um, I liked uh, Area Gold 51. <laughs> <laughs> I love Guys, those Duck Hunt. Yeah, yeah, those on, on rail arcade <laughs> yeah. shooters. Those were oh, like House of the Dead. Yeah, those, yeah, those yeah. are fun. Those are fun yeah. I love those. Very different thing, though. Yeah. yeah. Same concept, but different way of doing it. For Wasting sure. $4 a go oh, yeah. at uh, <laughs> Playdio. Those were so yeah. expensive. Oh, they were. for a quarter eater, yeah. Yeah. For and like 30 seconds. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, in fact, I had a, a childhood dream come through a few weeks ago. I went to Tilt at our yeah. camper, and they have the Area 51. They oh, have Area 51 oh nice. Oh, and it's unlimited play, and no one was using it. So I had one. So you could gun. just like. <laughs> I had one gun in each hand. Oh. <laughs> you guys can't see one. it, but Phil's <laughs> face just lit up oh. there. <laughs> and I just, and I literally just played it till I was bored. I didn't, I didn't Instead finish of, it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I didn't finish it. I didn't get frustrated. Like, I just at a certain point was like, I don't need to do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, we can wrap up there. What do you guys think? Yeah, we're good. good. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. And if you like what you hear or you want to know more about some of the things we talked about, like some of Bill's movie reviews or some of the news stories that we talked about today, you can visit us at cgmagonline.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter at cgmagonline. Uh, Brendan, Phil, you guys have Twitter. Quinn, no Twitter still? No dice. Okay. B426. And, and I'm at that Bill Brown. Cool. Great. Um, you can also like and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast network, wherever you find us here. Uh, feel free to leave a comment. We will look at them. Face, you can find us on Facebook at CG Magazine or on Instagram at CG Mag Online. Thanks again to Bun's Podcast Network and Comic Bento for sponsoring our podcast. From everyone here at CG Magazine, have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. See you later. Bye.